This is the one, the only, the regular pastor podcast, a podcast devoted to regular pastors and regular churches. My name is Landon Coleman. I'm a regular pastor at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Odessa, Texas. You have found your way into season four of the regular pastor podcast, where we are talking about books and ideas in the ministries of regular pastors. And today I want to talk to you about a book that is directly and particularly applicable to the ministry of a regular pastor. The book is called Great Leader, Great Teacher, authored by Gary Bredfeld. The publisher is Moody. It was published back in 2006. Uh, The book is 208 pages, has an introduction and nine chapters. If you've never heard of Gary Bredfeld, he has four degrees. He's got a diploma from Moody Bible Institute. He's got a BA from Denver Baptist Bible College. He's got an MA from Denver Seminary, and he has a PhD from Trinity Evangelical Divinity School. Bredfeld had served, has served at five important academic institutions. He served at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. He served at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, the Mothership, my alma mater. He served at Moody Bible Institute. He served at Tyndale College and Seminary, and last, uh, most recently, he served at Liberty University. Bredfeld has also served in the local church, which makes this book uh, helpful, or I should say his experience in the local church uh, is a great help to the book. He served in small churches and large churches. Bredfeld has served as a senior pastor, an executive pastor, a minister of education, a church planner, a youth pastor. So he's done lots of stuff. He's taught lots of places. He's educated uh, at a number of different institutions. This is a guy with pretty unique experience. And so all that experience is brought to bear on his book, Great Leader, Great Teacher. The big idea of the book is really, really simple and is really, really important. The big idea is that God delights to lead his people through the influence of those who teach his word. It is a leadership book. Great leader, great teacher. It talks about leadership in the title, has the word leader in the title. But you know, if you've read much in the field, leadership books are almost a dime a dozen. John Maxwell writes one a week. Uh, Typical leadership books focus on vision and mission and strategic planning and how do you lead change and Uh, How do you improve productivity? How do you manage people? How do you lead people? Uh, Bredfeld focuses specifically on the role of the teacher, and he says this early on, page 10 of the book. He says, quote, teachers are powerful leaders. Among those who lead most effectively are those who teach God's word with accuracy, enthusiasm, and faithfulness. That's a great quote. Teachers are powerful leaders. Let me give you a few truths, uh, important ideas that come from the book. One is, and this sounds a bit uh, heretical and obviously counterintuitive, but Jesus was a leadership failure. His uh, earthly success was relatively short-lived during his ministry. He didn't do much to hold on to his status. He had no social or political standing to speak of. He held no official position of power. His life ended where he was being crucified by his own people. So... Obviously, we look at the ministry of Jesus and we say, well, clearly the problem was not that he couldn't lead, but his earthly ministry by our standards would be judged a failure. And possibly, probably, certainly, the problem is our standard of leadership. 
Because when you look at the ministry of Jesus, what you discover is that he taught his disciples. He taught the crowds, but in particular, he taught his disciples. And so while in the short run, his ministry looked to be a failure, in the long run, it was obviously a success. Another important idea from this book is that the leader's foundational commitment must be to the authority of the Bible. The leader has got to believe that the Bible is inspired by God and Aaron in content and that it is absolutely authoritative for him as the leader as well as for God's people. In the book, this is a little bit dated today in 2021, but Breadfeld interacts with the emerging church. It was a popular thing back in the early 2000s. Really what it was was liberalism warmed over for a new generation, uh, cool liberalism. And churches always have to fight against this. Churches always have to fight against those who want to compromise on the doctrine of Scripture, and we always have to stand for the authority of God's Word. So the foundational commitment of a leader must be the authority of the Bible. Another big idea, another important idea comes from chapter 5. Breadfelt talks about virtuous leadership. He talks about the character of a leader, and I think this chapter is worth Uh, the book itself. It is so needed in an age when we have so many celebrity pastors that seem to, one after the other, crash and burn because while they were skilled communicators and while they had all the outward trappings of success, there were virtue issues and there were character issues internally, sometimes that came out during the life and the ministry of that leader, sometimes that have come out after the, after the ministry or even after the death of that celebrity pastor or celebrity Christian leader. Breadfelt takes us back to 1 Timothy 3 and Titus 1, the qualifications for an elder, most of which are character issues. He looks at passages like Colossians 3 and Galatians 5, talk about virtue and godliness and the fruit of the Spirit. And he talks about, in this chapter, about virtuous leadership, that virtue and character are a process. This is not something you arrive at. It's not a box you check and move on, but it's a a process. It's a journey. It's something that God is working in you as you pursue character, virtue, godliness. All of those things are important for the leader. Yes, the leader ought to teach, but the character of the leader ought uh, ought to line up with his teaching. My favorite quote from the book comes from page 16, and I'll just read you this quote. It says, Visionary planning is important. Mission statements are useful. Purpose-driven strategies can be invaluable in growing the church numerically. But if in the process the central task of teaching is lost, the church will have paid a steep price for its material success. End quote. I think we see that on display in big churches, small churches, regular churches all the time. Lots of aspects to leadership that we could talk about. But if you give up the central task of preaching, the church pays a steep price. The big ministry takeaway flows directly out of that when you think about this book and how it applies to the ministry of a regular pastor. It's simply the idea that teaching is essential, is a foundational part of leadership in the local church. The role of pastor, elder, is bound up in the task and the responsibility of teaching. And I think Breadfelt does uh, include practical leadership stuff. 
He talks about how do you lead change, how do you analyze your church context. All those things are helpful. But in the book, Great Leader, Great Teacher, Breadfell is constantly circling back to the responsibility, the basic, foundational, central responsibility of teaching. The pastor, the elder, must be a teacher. Jesus modeled that, and the New Testament calls us to that. Uh, There is a great chapter in the book as well, tying all of these ideas together on ending well. And again, in light of so many developments in churches, you see it all the time, uh, this is a, a needed word of encouragement for pastors. Starting is good, leading well is important, but you've got to end well. And uh, Breadfelt does a great job of calling regular pastors to that. I don't have any real critique of this book. I came across this book for the first time when I was in seminary, had to read it for a leadership class. I loved it, uh, shelved it, and then recently came back to it some 15 years later, read it again, and just absolutely love the book. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Uh, the Goodreads rating, uh, there's a couple of them out there. It's between 385 and 422. Uh, my rating is uh, a solid five, an unquestioned, unreserved five. This is a fantastic book for regular pastors. So who should read it? Obviously pastors, especially regular pastors, because regular pastors are called to do a lot of things in their ministry. They wear a lot of hats. They have a lot of responsibilities. And in the midst of all that busyness, The regular pastor cannot forget the essential priority of teaching God's Word. I also think that lay leaders in the church ought to read this book, because lay leaders in the church are always tempted to lead by charisma or their status in uh, the community or their tenure at the church or whatever. But even lay leaders lead best when they lead through teaching. And in the book, Breadfelt talks about Charles Spurgeon, the the great leader, the great prince of preachers. And he talks about a woman named Lavinia Bartlett, a woman in Spurgeon's church at the Metropolitan Tabernacle. She taught a lady Sunday school class with some 600 women in the class. And at heart, this woman, a great leader in the Metropolitan Tabernacle, she was a teacher. She led those women by teaching them. She wasn't the pastor. She didn't have necessarily an official title or position or draw a paycheck from the church but she led through teaching. So pastors can benefit from this book as well as lay leaders. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Regular Pastor Podcast. Stay tuned, subscribe for weekly episodes. Thanks in advance for a great rating. You can follow us online. Follow me online at regularpastor.com. You can find me on Goodreads by searching for Landon Coleman. I'd love to hear a book recommendation or request if you have it. I've got a few more spots for season four that I've not filled out uh, down the road. I would love to uh, take some requests and review some books that maybe you're interested in. Until next week, this is The Regular Pastor, out. Out.